Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Here at United Queendom, we're big fans of box menswear. For boxers, briefs, jocks, tracksuits, swimwear and so much more, head over to boxmenswear.com for stellar deals, worldwide shipping and some killer eye candy. Hello, I'm Ed Dyson, podcaster, comedy writer and stay-at-home dad with no children. I'm Sam Dowler, journalist, broadcaster and co-host with The Mo Host. And together we host United United Queendom. Queendom! the number one British drag race podcast. Although our brand tends to be a bit more number twos. Thanks for Tina turning us on. Now let's get on with the show already. In honour of this week's episode, where RuPaul brings back a cast member without explanation, Charlie will be hosting today's episode of United Queendom. (laughs) Hi guys, I'm the best. (laughs) Is that your Charlie impression? (laughs) I don't know what what he sounds like, sorry. Well, you'd get sent home on the Snatch Game episode if you tried to do Charlie. (laughs) And many have done Charlie, believe me. (laughs) Uh, Uh, I wouldn't mind doing Charlie on a a Snatch Game. It certainly gives me some pep in my step. (laughs) No, it is myself, Ed Dyson and Sam Dowler. We will not bring back... Um, the likes of Art Simone, like <laughs> which happens this week. Um, and also, I'm so glad now that we have a proper intro. Um, we've been talking about doing it for months and we've recorded once and now we don't have to say who we are at the beginning of every episode. <laughs> Yay! Even though I just did it anyway. The one time I remembered is when I don't need to. And now you actually know who we are, which is, which is fun. Yes, I've remembered. Um, so should we rate this episode? <laughs> yes. Out of ten, we... please, in case you forgot. Um, no, I knew, I remembered, um, it is, um, uh, it's a B from me. No, I'm giving it, um, I'm giving it eight out of ten. Oh my God. See, we're so much more on the same page these days. I think I'm going to go for an eight as well. Yeah. I mean, I just thought it was great. Um, I feel like some... I think it's great when I rate, so I'll give it an eight, mate. I think it's great when I rate, so I'm going to give it an eight, mate. All right, mate. Don't be late. Don't be late. Look at my, look at my. Sorry. <laughs> I just think it was. So I feel like wrongs were righted. Um, I liked them. I I thought it was. I thought it was funny. I thought there was some good bitching. Um, I just really liked the whole thing, and it was. And there was no, you know, naff mini challenge to get in the way. I just loved. I loved it. I actually do think I prefer no mini challenge. But you say mm. Sam that wrongs were righted, and I presume you mm. mean Art Simone coming back. But then. We've lost a cast member that I thought was... I don't know why I keep saying cast member. A contestant that I, th- I thought was going to potentially win. So um, No, I never thought she was going to win, sorry. Because of the creepy factor. Um, just like the, the, the intensity, the super birdie look. I just think, um, you know, she looked like she looked like a bloody kookaburra in a dress. <laughs> well, we will get to all of that. It's quite a dramatic episode, but let's start at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, so Electra is in shock that she didn't win last week and was actually in the bottom two. <laughs> do you think she her attitude going into this is a bit too bitter and a bit too sulky, or do you think it's she's um, handsome? Electra gets well. my woman of the week actually. Yeah, I I think she was. I quite liked the fact that she kind of channeled it into wanting to prove yeah. everyone wrong and being like, fuck yeah. you and standing your ground. And I am yeah. finding her the one I'm rooting for. I do like an mm-hmm. underdog. And me. And I, I like a good rooting as well. Um, I think, <laughs> um, I think 
It's basically, she has, like, some real attitude. She gives it back. Um, anyone, any, anyone who says, um, without any kind of shade of bald-faced, bald-faced irony that um, they were put in the bottom two because they were too good <laughs> just makes me die. <laughs> but I actually think it's true. Yeah. I mean... I <laughs> know, I know, but nobody would actually... They would, nobody would actually be in the bottom two for being literally so good, like, that they were too good. <laughs> well, that's what I'd be like. If they put me in the bottom two, I was like, guys, to be honest, I think RuPaul's jealous of me. I think she thinks <laughs> I'm going to take her spot, so she's trying to get rid of me, honestly. I'm just too good for this fucking competition. She's, she is trying to push me. She's trying to push me away, and I, w- I won't have it. I won't have it. I'm going to be the new Ru, and she can't bear it. I actually take it as a compliment that she's this threatened, to be honest. So I'll lip sync every week if I have to. Uh, <laughs> but, I, want, uh, I want Ru to come down and lip sync against, against me, please. Thank Thank you. Well, we all saw what she did at the season 13 finale, so I don't think she's sending anyone home, Denali. Um, <laughs> I think, I think uh, Bobo, what's the chops last Scarlet week? Scarlet Bobo, your favourite, you mean, whose name you've forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean Scarlet Bobo, I mean Coco Jumbo. Do you mean Scarlet Bobo or Coco Jumbo? Come on. <laughs> what kind of homo world are we living in where you say, I don't mean Scarlet Bobo, I mean Coco Jumbo? I mean, five years ago, if someone told me I'd say that sentence, I'd say, well, I don't even want to live to see this day. It sounds like a roundtable meeting at Toys R Us. I need a vaccination about being too gay, I think. I need to be immunised. Um, uh, you've so had Sc- it, babes. Scarlet it, was a, it was a hot beef injection. <laughs> um, Scarlet says, not Scarlet Bobo, Scarlet Adams. She thinks it's a lecture's time to go. She says there's only so far you can get in this competition when you look like that. So mm. I'm wondering, is that true? Because in the past, there have been winners of this competition that haven't been... I mean, like, Bob the Drag Queen won for being very funny. It wasn't slaying yeah. the runway, necessarily. Um, Monet Exchange... Well, Monet Exchange was quite good on All Stars, but she'd had some rough runways in the past, and she won. Mm. So do you think... Is there any hope in hell Electra could win, basically? Uh, yes, I think there is, actually. I think, um, you know, she proved that she could do a good look like like make a good look this week i think um maybe she's got some other amazing outfits in the bag but um i think she could win this is like tea or coffee all over again isn't it that was was my only bad runway next week's gonna be amazing the next week's like this is my last bad one guys i swear to god listen (laughs) listen guys i know that was a bad one last week but next week it's literally so good you're gonna be amazed i'm gonna go away for seven months and literally learn how to sew and make so many good pieces (laughs) cut to seven months later I know I'm a mistake and this one is quite bad. <laughs> fucking worse. She did have um, that one this... good Medusa one, didn't she? Yeah, that was good. And I uh, I actually watched her music video this week and I loved it. She's looking really good, isn't she? She looks really pretty. Yeah, she looks great. I but that's her. what it's giving um, me with Electra. It's kind of like tea or coffee where like you like them, you want them to stay in because they're likeable, mm. but you also can't see them winning. But I just want it to last as long as possible, really. Um, no, I think Electra has more confidence. Like, I mean, if, if somebody came mm, for tea or coffee like that, like she'd have crumpled. Well, she'd agree, bench. wouldn't she? She'll she'd be like, she'll be like I know, I'm shit. Yeah, exactly. I'm barren as basic. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Electra's just like, I'm going to fuck each and every one of you cunts up. <laughs> yeah so um no i think she's got more confidence so i think i think and also like you know the dance like when she talks about you know how how you know who she's danced backing danced for and stuff like that i mean she's got you know she's got talent and um and i think we just she just maybe needs to 
sharpen it up a little bit. But I think, um, but she, but again, like she takes the judges' critiques and puts them to good use, and then gets um complimented for it. Yeah, and I'm very happy for. On I that. can smell a journey coming on. <laughs> don't stop believing. Uh, RuPaul <laughs> comes in and brings a dumpster with him, and no, I don't mean Michelle Visage. <laughs> and in the middle of all that crap, what do we find? Not only Art fucking <laughs> Simone. Oh, it's bloody hard, Simone. Back out of the trash bag. Come on, guys. <laughs> I was ganged. I didn't know this was going to happen. Um, I made a point of not looking. Did you know? I genuinely was really shocked this happened because I just thought because it's the first season and it's quite short and it's quite low budge, I really didn't think they were going to bring a queen back. Like, if it was mm. any other season, when Art Simone left, I would have thought, oh, she's coming back. But I just really didn't think it was going to happen. And it was a really weird way to, for it to happen because usually they bring come back with some sort of ceremony or RuPaul says, well, next week a returning queen and everyone's like mm. anticipating it or on the UK yeah. last season they all voted who they wanted back and they were all in the running. Yeah. Whereas this was just like, listen guys, we know we shouldn't have eliminated us so we're just gonna slide it back in with this pile of garbage and pretend it never happened <laughs> i know and Ruth's like art, art simone is sorry she doesn't talk with an australian accent art simone is officially back in the competition like just like that it's like oh okay no the other reasons. queens were never even fucking considered <laughs> it was just like Clearly, it's Art Simone, and then we really think that Art Simone could have won this, so we brought her back to win it. Okay, does anyone mind? <laughs> well, people were saying that, like, yeah, Art Simone, because I thought Karen from Finance was the most famous queen in the cast, but apparently in mm. in Australia, Art Simone is quite considerably more famous, and I think mm. maybe the producers didn't realise that till after they sent her home. I mean, it sounds like she told them on the exit interview, she's like, "You guys are making a huge mistake. Maybe she refused to leave the building." So they've had to slide her back in two weeks later. But then there's the whole watch out message. So was it sort of planned? I mean, did the producers, I mean, did they get rid of her? And then once she'd done all that amazing drama, like, and then said, said, look, because obviously they would, they couldn't fly her back to Australia and then fly her back because of all the quarantine stuff. So maybe they said, maybe they did it and then they told her and then they let her to write the letter write the note and then then she knew it was going to happen all along or maybe all the queens on this series are staying in the vicinity till mm. the finale cuz maybe yeah. for that reason so she was already there and maybe cuz she mm. wrote the note they were like oh do you know what you're such a fucking bitch you're causing so much drama we've got to just <laughs> get you back in there but i mean it's never really happened i mean obviously queens have returned on drag race but in this fashion where someone went early and then just popped back in without any... Usually they have an episode where you fight your way back in. But the only Mm. time this has happened was Naysha Lopez on season eight, and she came back and then kind of left quite quickly again. Um, Yeah. So this has been a long um, time since this happened. And Joe Black. (laughs) Well, no, well, Joe Black kind of was voted back in by the other queens. At least there was some sort of... Um, and they went straight that then went back they went back in the back in the black that week. Yeah. <laughs> um so they're all rummaging around in the skip now that they um were doing a trash to treasure design challenge, which is always good. And um Ketamine says the last time she was rummaging around in a skip, she got a gobby out of it. I'm, <laughs> I'm consulting you, Sam, because you lived in Australia for a year. I assume this means blowjob, but can you yes, confirm what's a today? blow job? <laughs> okay. What's the weirdest yeah. place you've had a blowjob? Um, oh, the weirdest oh. on your dick uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on my fingers. That's a bit um, of a weird one. It's quite unsuccessful, actually. I don't really, 
I don't really know. I mean, just generally quite conventional places. I'm not really an out- outside kind of person. Maybe B&M, a car. H&M. <laughs> no, I'm different. B- <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Oh, I think, oh, the Tate Modern. <laughs> Have you? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. And if you splatter any on the wall, you could just be like, oh, well, that's, that's a new piece. <laughs> Isn't it edgy? <laughs> Tracy Eminge. <laughs> Disgusting. Um, I like the fact that Maxie Shields says that she couldn't sew but took lessons because she was going on the show, which to me sounds like yeah. a very obvious thing to do. But it's surprising how rarely we ever hear of this. So it's like I mean, you do such such madness. I mean, God forbid Tia Coffee did that. I actually think Maxie. I mean, everyone I say is my favorite keeps going home, so I don't want to unleash my curse. But I do think Maxie Shields might be becoming my new favorite now. Yeah, yeah, no, I do, I do really like her. I think she. I mean, talk about gobby. She is really gobby in the British sense of the word. Um, and I have to say, <laughs> she Karen, a human blowjob. Karen from finance just keeps going down in my estimations. I have to say, each week, and like, and like, she clearly was super miffed that um, Art Simone had gone back. Yeah, and I agree. I think Karen from Finance every week is looking less and less likely to win. But also she still feels like she views herself as the front runner. But I'm yeah. like, I'm not seeing that anymore. I'm seeing, well, I'll get to it later, but I have quite a rant to come. I'm building up to oh, it. Oh, yay. I love a come rant. <laughs> so they're trying to intimidate Art by saying, well, you got sent home by Coco Jumbo and she got sent home by so-and-so. So that means that you was it and all this stuff. And it's like... You can't uh, enough, tell enough nothing, with, yeah. that means nothing. Yeah. And plus, enough with your fucking drag queen equations. It doesn't make any sense. I know they're up there like Carol Vorderman with all these like algebra. Like, well, <laughs> technically you're going to be going home next. It's like, if we've learned anything, <laughs> is we can't predict anything, especially on this down under season, because it's got no rhyme yeah. or reason. No, no rhyme or reason. It's all, it's all topsy-turvy and upside down. Well, a lot of the fans are saying they're going to stop watching this season because it's too all over the place. I'm quite enjoying the chaos still. And what? Like, Who said cast. that? On Reddit, a lot of them are saying, I think because of who leaves this week and when Art left, there's just a lot of like, it's becoming quite unpredictable, which some say is exciting. Yeah, and we and we like that. We didn't want to know every week who's going home. Come on. It's boring. No, I agree. It's keeping us on our toes. And I know um, I was super fuming um, when Art left, but it wasn't just because, I mean, I was so annoyed that Art left, but that wasn't why I gave it such a low score. That was because of... All the missed opportunities, the bad, um, the bad snatch game, the terrible use of Kylie. So, I mean, I'm really glad Art's back. But, um, you know, I've just, it's just, it's just, I think it's improving each week. Like the, um, the, the, the rough, the rough bits are just sort of like, yeah, I'm enjoying the cast more. I think that's what it is. Although, can I just say, Art leaving was a bit very shocking, but her elimination actually, to me, made sense, as in she was bad in the challenge and didn't win mm. the lip sync. Whereas, we'll get to it, but the, what happens <clears throat> this no, week outfit, is a bit come more on, questionable. Out- in that outfit, no one should ever be in the bottom two. That outfit should have saved her. It was the best one there. No, that is a good point, actually. Her runway should have should have kept her safe. Um, yep. So, Karen reveals that she's doing her backup Snatch Game character as her <laughs> design challenge. And... I did not know for a long time. In fact, I still don't really know what the fuck was going on here. I mean, you don't... It's it's not like... It doesn't work like that. You don't just <laughs> take your Snatch Game character and then do it in a different challenge. No, Ed, if you're Karen from Finance, you, you can't be doing with one bad Snatch Game character. You've got to have two! <laughs> <laughs> and you already... Were, yeah, 
you already failed the snatch game, so like clearly yeah, yeah. it's not your strong suit. So why are you now you th- infecting you other thought, challenges with yeah. it? You thought I was bad at snatch game. I'll do another snatch game, but no one else is playing. It'll be just as bad. And at least the first one was Dolly Parton. This is one that like Rue doesn't know. Rue told you in the workroom he didn't know it. Made it very clear he didn't want you to do this, and yet still. I don't, God knows what we got, but yeah, Karen. We're not I think impressed. Karen, like, really, Karen really needs to go from finance into remedial art or something. I don't know. She says <laughs> there's something wrong with her. Like, they, they, why would you ever think that was a good idea? And she didn't even drag it up either. She I just think went she had been actually just that person. Actual giant spliff before making this decision. It wasn't a prop after all. Um, Electra won't lend Scarlett her panties or lend anyone any of her stuff. Which I love. Oh, oh, one thing I one quote I will say from Art when I think she's talking about the Karen, yeah, Karen from finance, and she and in the VT he goes, "Oh, condolences on the shitty idea." <laughs> They've got so many little like funny asides that it's possible yeah, to they, even yeah they do. get them all in. Um, but yeah, had you heard of is it Chappelle Corbish? That, um, no, I hadn't. No, but I mean, again, it's like it's like you know, didn't great my baby. It's just something, you know, because not a lot happens in Australia. So when something happens, it is literally the biggest thing ever. <laughs> I do like the sound of this woman. I might read into the backstory, but um, yeah, I can't. She just sounds. It she just basically funny. sounds like she sounds like those two women that um that went away. Um, oh, what they? The I can't remember their names are. Uh, no, those two, those, those two girls that they went to uh, Thailand or something and they carried some stuff oh, back. Oh, yes, Do you remember? I remember those, yeah. And then one of them wrote a book and she's like all blonde and that stuff. <laughs> we narrowed it down. <laughs> um, Ketamine says that her head has had some complaints in her chat with RuPaul. And I just feel like there's, she says there's too much teeth. There's a lot of blowjob talk this episode. I mean, we always get a lot of sex, <laughs> but it's very blowjob focused. I wonder if... <laughs> Down under, they're very a big fan of going down under. Well, there's more. Like, I just think there's just more sex jokes in because, like, Aussies love a sex joke. They're open, they're honest. They think, you know, they call a spider spide. It's just um, that's that's the sort of that's the sort of humour that it is. That's why they need to be more sophisticated, like us. We just keep it no high ground. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And Electra, she is picking Rue's brain, and she runs her kangaroo hunter idea past Rue. And very wisely changes her mind because of it. Because Rude looks like she's just farted, basically, didn't she? It didn't she really make any screws sense. up her face. I mean, I kind of get what her concept made sense because it was to do with her. But, I mean, you'd still have to make it look good. And I don't think you're going to look stylish with kangaroos hanging off you. I just don't uh, see it. Oh, no. So that was what the fluffy, um, the all the fluffy... You know the little things were all about. I didn't. I've, I've was sort a of missed that. In the making, I think. Yeah. Oh my god. It was. It was nearly Utica's wig all over again. <laughs> god, please don't trigger it. <laughs> um, this is something that annoys me, by the way. Um, so they use. They give them the materials, but they give them materials that the queens have been given in previous challenges. Mm. You know, like they give them the bags that Davina De Campo used um, when she yeah. won in season one, and they give. What else do they give? They use that picnic material that's been used in design challenges before. And oh, then yeah, they and paper. Right and they've yeah. seen it before. And it's like, you keep giving them the same fucking materials. You have to what use else the you supposed to do with What else are you supposed to do with book pages other than, you know, take them all out and put them all together? There's nothing know, else you can do. and they've had a book ball before on season eight. So it's like, well, yeah, it's going to be reminiscent of that because it's the same thing. <laughs> give them different materials but when I saw Maxi um, picking up those bags that Davina De Campo used I thought shit because Davina did it so well there's no way Maxi's going to be able to 
like compete with that. But and they're so hard to. I mean, they're horrible too. Like we have, I take I take them. I use them actually to take stuff to the laundrette. So um, so yeah, trivia there. And they're very, it's thrilling. And, um, oh, they're very, they, they don't give. They've got no give in them at all. Why do you use a laundrette? Don't say to wash your clothes, bitch, please. <laughs> it's a long story. Maybe, maybe for another time. Is it rude? No, it's not rude. Is it just so boring we can't broadcast it? Um, well, it's <laughs> just really... I'm really intrigued now for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it just makes me sound really snobby and middle class. So there we go. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. We'll be putting it on our Patreon very shortly. And thank you to everyone who's joined, by the way. We've got lots of very exciting content coming up. We've got... Oh, we've, we do. We've put out our... What's it called? Message of Intent last week. And I think this oh, week yeah. we've got our interview with a fabulous drag queen, Miss Vanity Vicious, coming out. So lots to be excited about. Um, Anita Wiglet reveals that she's in. she was in the Navy. No, she still is in the Navy. Just when you thought the Navy that couldn't is... get any gayer, any well, is... she's well. I mean, and she does. Does she like play the flute or something? She said the trumpet. I was like, I oh, actually trumpet, wrote in my yeah. notes. Just when you thought it couldn't get any gayer, and then she went, "And I play the trumpet in the Navy band." And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> more blowing. I know the BJ's never end. Maxi Shield <laughs> says it's called Fair Suck of the Sav or something. It's like oh, these these people just suck and suck and suck, and I'm not just talking about the challenges. <laughs> Um, Rue fucking shitstirrer asking oh my God, Scarlett this is amazing. the advice that she has for Electra, and Scarlett says there's a lot more to performing than doing the splits twenty times in a row. Which <sighs> the shade <laughs> rattlesnake noise? What did you make oh, of this? I, l- I loved it, and I but what I loved more than anything else was everybody else like cringing and hiding. That made me die. <laughs> <laughs> but I, same as you, I loved Electra reminding. I've danced for J Lo. I've danced for Sia. I noticed that, and then she sort of mumbles and Jesse J. Like I know that one's not as good, but I need three. <laughs> Talking of Gobby. <laughs> she, she could give four blowjobs at the same time with that mouth, couldn't she? It's <laughs> fucking gouge. And she's not singing on Chinese talent shows. <laughs> <laughs> but they did, um, I liked, again, like really good VTs and stuff. Um, like, like uh, Electra did a good VT near the beginning, actually, when, um, when, they, when, the, when the other two were having a go at her. And then she, and in the VT, she was like, oh, these fucking, these fucking queens are like, and I love, I do love an impression. <laughs> oh, I love that as well. <laughs> yeah, and it was funny. So, um, yeah, I mean, like at the end of the day, yeah, she she has got a really good CV. So, really, Scarlet, like you know, there's there's nothing to really have a go at about that. No, although I did think Scarlet's comeback was quite good, which was at the end of the day, you were in the bottom and I won the challenge. I won the challenge. <laughs> it's like you can use that against no matter what she says. At the end of the day, the numbers don't <laughs> yeah. lie. Oh, crrr. yeah. Um, Anita Wiglet reveals she had a crush on Buzz Lightyear. So I wanted to know, have you got any cartoon crushes? Past or present? Cartoon crush. I did used to, I did used to quite fancy The Beast from Beauty and the Beast. Oh, that's quite a oh, no, one, was, isn't it? And, and, as The Beast yeah. or as The Man? Um, or oh, not as The Man. Uh, maybe it's uh, or like... You say that like fancying or... a man is weird, but a beast is normal. No. But yeah, he is a horror as The Beast for some and reason. And I quite fancy Gaston as well, but that isn't, um, that's no surprises. Etc. Does etc. etc. Does one of the best humble brags I've ever heard when she comes out as non-binary. She's just like oh, yeah. they play the sad music and then she's just like, "See, people tell me you're really hot as a guy," and I'm like, "But I don't feel like a guy." And I'm like, "Wow, that was." <laughs> just remind everyone that everyone thinks you're hot as a guy. 
But um, listen, I I I'm more comfortable wearing makeup. So when I but when I don't have it on, everybody always tells me like how really good looking I am as a boy. Obviously, but um, but that is now I want to be. Do you know what I mean? I want to I want to wear makeup. <laughs> but I did think, <laughs> despite the humble brag, I did think her explanation of her experience was quite good. And yeah, then, um, it was. And I did she... like and I and I did like um art talking about how when people see them out of drag and they're like, oh, oh, aren't you going to do drag? <laughs> yeah, and then, was it one of them said, oh, but, oh, was that how she started the non-binary talk? I can't remember. Yeah, I think that is, yeah, that is how it started it. Um, so on the runway, <laughs> RuPaul comes out in what I think is possibly her worst outfit ever on the show. <laughs> I loved it! <laughs> it's a large green, white and black concoction and some people online were saying that she looked like a Subway sandwich wrapped up. Oh, she does look like delicious. It looks like the Subway paper, which um, apparently has illegal chemicals in it, we heard this week. And, um, well, there's definitely some illegal chemicals in that dress, that's for sure. Is that true? Not about the dress, yeah. about the Subway paper? It is, yeah. It is, yeah. What chemicals? Like crystal meth? Um, no, just like... <laughs> no wonder he's so addictive, the, the, those sandwiches. He says on the phone to Subway, um, I'll have a 12-incher, <laughs> thanks. ASAP! Um, <laughs> No, I think there's like an there's there's some sort of like a, like a Teflon element in it that there's there's thousands of um of they basically they tested like all of the takeaway stuff and I think um they all had some of this illegal chemical in it, which doesn't that degrade. That is interesting. Mm. Um, also quite boring yeah, so, at the same time. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I give RuPaul a shit. I assume I give it. I give it a hit. I do like it because it's quite different. Um, although I, th- I don't know what's going on with the wigs. Is they, I feel like he's wearing the same wig every week. I think Raven only brought one over. It was clearly a very disastrous trip. So I think she's yeah. yeah. suitcase space. <laughs> um, so we get a... Is this our first guest judge on the actual panel that wasn't in one of those awkward videos? It is and our first guest judge. And, um, well, we could have done without him, really. Who the hell's he? Um, yeah, he's in some sort of film that I think this the show must be involved with because they gave it a good plugging. They were really like, it's a great film. Well, a, maybe a sponsor. As well, well, yeah, um, exactly. Well, Els Carad, that's his name, and um, he's in like a web series and also some new film that's coming out. That that's that that's the one they talk about. I so um, I mean, he's he's, he's trans. He's a trans man. So I think that's what it was about, really. I thought he was hot. I seem to keep fancying trans men so that's something for me to explore but um oh definitely get in there i'm learning um so let's go through the runway looks um and obviously they made them themselves so we're judging them on multiple um Mm -hmm. criteria first up we've got the returning queen art simone who does a mary marie antoinette uh illusion ding 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 hit See, I agree that it's a hit, but I did give it a shit at first, and then it was later in the critiques when we got a close-up that I was like, oh, this is too polished to be a shit. But the reason I yep. gave it a shit is because it has been done so many times on the show, which they didn't mention later, even though they said it to another queen. Mm. But I, I just like, think um, it looked very difficult to do, and um, I know, obviously, she'd brought that wig with her and stuff, but... Um... There was a lot to the outfit and it looked um, it looked pretty polished. It looked like she could have brought it with her, which is the point, isn't it? I would have liked her to have won this challenge because I think it would have been so cool to return and then straight away mm. win. But 
Mm -hmm. I don't think she was the best. So it was fair that she was high, but not um, a winner. What did you make of Ketamine and her like ball pits look? Was it a ball pit? Um, Ball hit or ball shit? I I gave it a a hit as well. I thought it was uh, really sort of like... It's sort of like a Butlins version of um, of of Nina West. I just thought it was really. I loved it. You look like you've been to Butlins, Mister Laundry. <laughs> I, I do you know I have actually been to Butlins um, when I was younger. Mum and <laughs> Mum um, and Dad used to ask us where we wanted to go for our holiday, and um, my sister and I, we were really young. We'd always go Butlins, and Mum used to be like, "Oh God, please no!" So then, <laughs> but then, and we kept going until we caught Impetigo from the sheets, and then we stopped going. You actually said you just want a butt, and they misheard and took you to Butlins. <laughs> I, I actually never went to Butlins. Even I was too posh for it, so I'm amazed that you and your snobby ways were down there. I know. Dad loved it, but then Dad's like Dad's like quite Cockney common geezer, and Mum's quite posh, so... We went know. to... Um, have you heard of Haven Holidays? Yes, my um, my friend actually is one of the managers in... Um, he's now the manager of the Cornwall one, actually. Well, sorry to shade your friend. My mum was in Mablethorpe, and we went there for a mm. holiday... And my mm-hmm. grandma came, who's no longer with us, as in dead, not we lost her in Mablethorpe. And she <laughs> said, actually, after the trip in Mablethorpe, one of her famous quotes was, I no longer fear death because I have been to Mablethorpe. Or was it, <laughs> I fear hell. And um, that was thanks to a Haven holiday. So there you go. Why was it not so bad? Sponsors. To be fair, I think it was because we lost my brother, but that wasn't actually their fault. So really, Haven what holiday. Do you mean you lost him? We just haven't seen him since. No, he was just like, I think he was like by the pool and he wandered off. And then my mum was just like crying for a few hours. But then we oh. found him again. It's not I really mean, their fault though, is it? I could it? take him and leave him, really. In fact, I did leave him. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I gave it a hit as well, the ball pit look. Because I thought it was just a fun call. I like mm. a lot of colour and it was clean. And yeah. I, d- I didn't know. It's this rip that later gets talked about. So no. If you can't no. see the rip, then does it matter? To get philosophical no, and about it's, this. It's, and it's etc. being bitchy when they when they talk about the rip anyway. It's just like you know, it was a cl- it was classic like with the um with the Canada one like uh you I was in the bottom and you got it you were safe and how Your how is this I'm like amazing barf. yeah I love that <laughs> yeah exactly uh, what did you I mean etc etc I don't think came across very well in this episode but what did you think no of she didn't and shit I'm saying it was definitely a shit and I actually thought. It belonged in the bottom two instead of um, Anita. 100% instead of Anita. Anita's was great. So I know we're going to get there in a minute, but sorry, that was wrong. Yeah, I just didn't think etc. etc. looked good. I didn't think it looked well made. I didn't understand. So it was a dream catcher she was carrying, wasn't it? But I thought it was a... No, it wasn't a dream catcher. It was... It was um, I know what she's talking about. They have... Basically, they used to have like... Um, in the the time that she's talking about is like a like airy fairy sort of stuff. Like I, I don't know if you see, <laughs> you're Mary Fairy. I don't know if you Mary Berry. I don't know if you've seen um, the Wicker Man. Ooh, I haven't. And, I always want to. And in the Wicker I've Man, they have that. sort of like a, at the front they have like he walks along with like a standard. It's more like a standard that they're using. It's like a you know, like a coat of arms or a this or a that on a on like a mm. staff. So that's what they're going for. So you um, get staff I, these days. I, I, I mean, I got I I got what they were talking what, he, what she was talking about, but again, but it's still shit. Um, the Wicker Man is amazing, by the way. It's fucking horrific. Uh, I've I've seen the ending of it, which I guess is the the main point. Oh. But yeah, but it is like I mean the ending is okay, but I mean and you get the point. But it's the obviously it's the build up that is what makes the ending so horrific. Like it's ten times more horrific than if you just watched it 
just watch the end. Well, it's quite triggering for me because the star of the film is called Edward Woodward, and people used to call me Edward Woodward in junior school, and I used to get really upset. And then why? <laughs> he's he's well, like a famous actor. I know, and then I realised years later when they start calling me gay, I was like, oh, actually. Edward Woodward wasn't that bad. It wasn't really no, no. in any way hurtful or upsetting. Um, whereas gay <laughs> was actually quite a quite an issue. Exactly, that's a bit of a humble brag. It's a bit of a humble brag as well. Like when when I was at school, they used to call me, um, you know, handsome Dowler, and I just couldn't bear it. I mean, it was just too embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> used to say I looked like Br- Brad Pitt. I was bullied mercilessly, honestly. <laughs> So every every day it was another it was another Hollywood icon. Oh, it was just too much. <laughs> Relentless. Um, my favourite of the week was actually Maxie Shields, uh, her punk Vivian Westwood look. I just I wasn't Beautiful. expecting it to be good. I just thought it was modern, cool. She'd made the fabrics look fashionable. It. I just thought it was an absolute hit. And so hard to do it as well. Like, Especially really when she cool. sew till recently as well. It shows mm, that anyone mm. could do it if you put your mind I know. It. Take a fucking note, I say. Yes, I kind of wanted to swim, but I did understand why, who won, won. Uh, but that was a hit. And then Karen from Finance, I can't even discuss this because I don't <laughs> even really understand what happened. <laughs> it was her Snatch Game character. But she just, she basically saw the doona, the, the board, uh, the, that's a duvet actually, a doona. Um, she saw the board and it gave her that idea and I don't think she could escape it. Like it was like in her head, like she's yeah, going to do Sam, that. I know. The whole point of this challenge is making an outfit. So if that was her snatching character, didn't she, she had the outfit, but then did she have an outfit, but then just make a new one out of, I don't understand what happened. no. No, I don't either. Or was she always going to make her outfit for that character? If she had to do be that character, was she always going to make it? But then it's like, you meant to use the materials, and I, did she even use them? Or did um, she just wear a fucking Snatch Game character and then make that big spliff? I don't really know. It was the big spliff. It was the, um... It was the board. It was... It was just... It was just all so ridiculous. And then, like, she didn't even have... She had, like, just normal woman makeup on. It wasn't even drag. And then it wasn't, it wasn't even funny either. Like, if you're going to be that... No. If you're going to do the Snatch Game character in the wrong challenge, at least try and make it, like, funny. It was it didn't look good and it wasn't and how you sp- and, if, and you're not speaking either on your runway, so you, it has to be completely 100% visual. So, like, and it, it was just so bizarre, so bizarre. I think to call it an epic fail is pretty fair. Yeah, I would say that. And then Electra, she came out in a tie gown, which was... I gave it a hit, but I, I don't know if it's a bit like when... I also gave it a hit. Because expectations are low, or we just... She did look good, but also... I think because I think because we... Yeah, yeah, we weren't expecting... I wasn't... Because we never saw him making the, the, the tie thing. It was just moaning about, you know, not being able to use fluff. So it was just a bit of a surprise. And, um, yeah, it worked really well. What did you make of Anita Wiglitz? Well, you've kind of already I, said. I loved it. I've said hit. I thought it was really nice. I thought it was it was really fitted. It was lovely colours. And nobody even mentioned the fact that it was all videotape at the top for some reason. I thought it was great. I did understand what the judges were saying. But I thought it looked a bit unfinished. But, I mean, she clearly had been very ambitious. And it, it looked good. Mm. It was cool. It was striking. And I think it was unfinished. But I think, like, I don't... I wouldn't have thought it was bottom-worthy. And I thought she really no. sold it. And so I do give it a light hit. I didn't think it was one of the best, but I was amazed that this led to an elimination. 
Yeah, me to too. Again. But then, you know, look at Art Simone's look. That led to an elimination as well. But this, to be fair, this was her... You know, it it wasn't amazing, but it wasn't it wasn't the worst. I mean, couldn't couldn't you have just put two Karen from finances in the bottom? <laughs> uh, just automatically elimination, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Scarlett Adams uh, doing her vintage picnic look again, something that's been done a lot on Drag Race, but I did think it was, I didn't think it was the best because I like Maxi Shields, but I did I understood mm. why she won. It was pretty pretty slick, pretty cool, wasn't it? It was well, it was really me- well made, but. Other than that, I, I didn't I didn't particularly find it very nice. It was just it was all very blessed and greasy hair for me. Yeah, it was a bit. Uh, so we find out that Electra and Kita are safe, and Electra gets a praising from Rue for listening, which mm-hmm. I think is a really nice mm-hmm. boost for her. Yeah. Um. So then we find out the tops and bottoms are, but it's pretty obvious. And then they say the thing that Anita's has been done before, which is what I found really annoying. So I think that applied to a number of the queens on stage. So they're really absolutely just showing favoritism here, and it's just a bit annoying. Yeah. They're all arguing on untucked. Uh, they're saying that um, Ele- Well, what was it? Scarlett said that Electra's outfit would have been on top if she had better styling, and then etc. Mm. etc. So she didn't understand how she can be in the bottom and Kita. Not uh-huh. when she's had she's a, a bitch, etc. She's a bitch this whole episode. She is, and then she has a proper tantrum. And mm. it's like, this is your first bad critique. And like Electra said, she's been getting them for weeks and handling it better than this. I just think it's a little bit childish. And that's coming mm, from really me. Childish and I know and you far jokes yeah. every episode. <laughs> so Michelle is trying to make the word glamdiculous happen, but <laughs> It's not going to happen. Fetch is not going to happen, Michelle, and neither is Glamdiculous. <laughs> Although if Rue does say it, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure if this was the American one, they'd be like, hashtag Glamdiculous. Although Rue probably wouldn't like that. Well, they're friends, so Rue's throwing her a pity bone, but I mean, he knows as well as we do that no one's ever going to say this word again, apart from to mock it. <laughs> um, did you agree with Scarlett winning the challenge? Um, no. I mean, it's it's really well made, but this this isn't the fucking Great British Sewing Bee, though, is it? It's Drag Race. And who would you have given it to? Um, I'd have given it to either... Well, I think I would have given it to Maxi. Oh, good. Especially because this season's not very long. You want to spread out the wins a little bit. So now Scarlett's got two wins, which mm. is quite the front runner. Although being a front yep. runner in this season means you're headed for the chopping block soon. And I'm not being funny. I think the fact that it was um, the fact that she's skinny helps as well. I do skinny privilege. Mm-hmm. It's definitely skinny privilege. This is. Um, so we and that's just like normal material that she's used as well. I mean, I did like the grapes. Yeah, but fine. But Maxi used like a, such difficult material and made something look completely different mm. and like and the material that um that that um scarlett used was just normal like material and maxi looked sexy and scarlett mm. she didn't make me hard i mean it I was, was a hard, theme that was just it was a th- <laughs> <laughs> well that's just one of those that's just my problem um At my age it just I- comes and goes mostly comes <laughs> Mostly, mostly go, mostly goes. <laughs> um, actually, 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 it's usually a ghost coming. You know, when nothing comes out, it just goes. Fft. Bitch, I'll take what I can get. You know, they're not human on the block. If it's a ghost, so be it. I've done if worse. Ghost, if, it's a, if it's a ghost, if it's a vampire, if it's a zombie, I'll just go for it. I don't care. <laughs> well, vampires are hot. That um, BBC Dracula last year, 
I forgot the name of the actor who played him, but honestly, it was very, very arousing. Yes, and and, and I have told you my story of my sharpened fang, so you know that I think oh, there's yes. a <laughs> I've started having a crush on you since then, Sam. I've been waiting <laughs> for that bite. I've been buttering up my neck, but nothing's happening. Probably because I'm using garlic <laughs> butter, actually. Big mistake. <laughs> I don't like garlic butter, babes. It turns my stomach. <laughs> um, so they find out that it's Karen and... Anita in the bottom and Karen oh sorry I was saying during the tense moment does that weird dance move but then I guess I've just in a tense moment belch so I can't really judge but you mean in the she does I've I've still a weird dance move I've done that dance move before Trixie Mattel does it a lot but there's a name for it it's like a funny internet thing to do at the moment but I forgot what it's called but it's quite a weird time to do it just as you're about to well, lip sync. Well, and she does it twice. The, fir- the first time they love... Uh, the first time... Wait, are you talking about the lip sync or before? No, before the lip sync, she does that thing. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about. That thing um, is annoying that she does in the lip sync. But before they even do it, she does that thing where you put your arm in the air and go like... <laughs> do you know what I mean? You'll see it on a rewatch. Oh, oh, no, she does. She, she, that's tab. She likes... It's like... That's is it what, called um, a tab? Yeah, I think so. Um, oh, I might have got that wrong and I sound like a really silly old man. Silly old fool. Um, silly old No, it's a dab, not a tab. Dab. dab. Yes. Um, there you go. Dab, dabaroo. And um, I think it was sort of... when he said to, about the Men in Black film starring Will Young. I was like, oh, I haven't seen that version, Dad. I do love those dad, dad comments. That's, that's the really moany, miserable one. Um, <laughs> um, and it's And it's... And that's uh, just Black Men in Will, actually, that one's called. Um, <laughs> I'd watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, blah, 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 yes, she dabs. And I think there. I think there's a, like a reference to the fact that um, Jojo does it. Jojo, C- Jojo Siwa does it. Oh, because yeah, she does do and it. And because yeah. she's dressed as like a Hail. little girl. Hail! Yeah. Hail! <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think there's something, something to do with that. That's why it was, that's why it was, so I thought that was quite funny, actually. But you must have been very excited with the lip sync song because it's Miss Danny Minogue with I Begin well, to Wonder. Yeah, and I was thinking of you as well because you were like, had uh, moaned non stop about there not being non stop about there not being a, um, an Aussie song. And here we are. I have to admit, I'm really, really happy. I don't know why it's taken until halfway through the fucking season to pick an Australian <laughs> song for the lip sync. And I also do not understand why this song wasn't the lip sync, the fucking episode that Danny was a part of. Like who is arranging? You mean the shit? one I gave? You mean the one I gave four out of ten to? Again, four out of ten because they used a RuPaul song for absolutely no reason. I know, and they had this. I don't get how this happened. Why this happened? Maybe it hadn't been cleared yet or something. But I mean, it's as much of a mystery I as Karen doing a million as... requests to use that song. Exactly, it's as much of a mystery <laughs> as Karen doing two shit snatch games in the same series. No, Sam, nothing is as much of a mystery as that. I will go to my grave scratching my head, which has had many complaints about that fucking it, choice. It's up there with the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> Equally confusing is that to this great dance camp anthem, we get the whitest lip sync that we've ever seen on the show. Um, so for me, Anita absolutely won it because I just thought Karen was yep, toe-curlingly I mean... cringy. And that like, dance... I feel like she was she doing a character in the dark in the lip sync. Was she, was she doing her third snatch game choice in the lip sync? Well, yes, I, I don't know God. because she was just sort of she wasn't like I mean she was she wasn't like drag she wasn't like dragging it up she just sort of looked like a um you know like a like a like a woman doing karaoke down the local bloody bar. That's I thought like a mum at Yates's who's the kids yeah, have been exactly. babysat and she's just shuffling around the dance floor and then when she did yeah. that move that you just talked about which was 
really quite unimpressive. All the judges acted as if it was like she'd pulled out something like really good. And I was like, are we meant to be buying that this is good? And yeah, the edit I... was clearly following Karen. Anita wasn't getting the screen time. But every time I could see Anita, she was at least giving some face and character. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. She was giving loads of face. She was doing like loads of like you know, good moves, and she was camping it up. She was proper drag. I mean, it was it's a mystery to me. So Anita is lip-syncing in an outfit that's quite cool. Didn't fully work, but looks quite good. She's giving... She knows all the words, and she's giving lots of face and moving and not being too cringe. And yet... And she's won Snatch Game and done really well in the whole competition, and she's likeable, and people are enjoying her. Yes, she's a bit manic and creepy. And then now we have to lose her. And I just think it's a bit frustrating. I mean, mm. also losing Karen at this stage would have been a bit weird because I guess she's quite famous. But I'm just like, well, why did you put these two in the bottom two when yeah, the worst outfit of the week... Been... Well, not the worst, because Karen's was awful. But the second worst, et cetera, et cetera, was right there. Yeah, right there. And Moni. And I wouldn't have been sad to see her go. Ugh. But you're not sad to see Anita go, are you? I am. I did. I did like her. I liked her energy, and you know, and she just the overly nicey thing that Utica had before she turned to the dark side. Um, and <laughs> there's just sort of like a night. There's a real nice kindness about her. And um, one thing I did think that when um, she left, um, it was quite sweet. See, Kita was upset about it. Yeah. Or, or just tears of joy. I just wanted to beat Anita. That was all I wanted. I just wanted to beat. <laughs> but I feel like I mean, they, I feel like they. I feel like they've got this sort of like a sibling rivalry that you want. You know, you want to beat the other one, but then when they actually go, you feel really bad about it. Yeah. Well, I think a few of them are crying actually because I think she'll be mm. a real positive energy in the workroom that they'll miss. Yeah. And even RuPaul says, "I salute you for the crazy," which. Yeah. I do think Ru is basically labeling her mental health at this point but yeah, no, no, i'm not sure really in today's um in today's society that you can really talk about somebody as being crazy prince harry would have a field day with that <laughs> but um the thing that's annoying as well is knowing that anita definitely is gone now because obviously it's already shocking they brought art back but they definitely mm. won't be bringing anyone else back and they definitely i imagine won't be any double uh, no. chantes now and we're halfway through the series so you know that's it I mean, some people thought that lip sync should have been a double sachet, which would have been very shocking given they're both quite well-known queens. Mm. But um, but it no. wasn't the best lip sync, let's be honest. And with a song like that, imagine if you had Alyssa Edwards and Tatiana on that one. It could have been amazing, but it was quite shit, really. Mm. So what, so you're going to come down to a seven then? No, because I found the episode really entertaining. I'm just sad to lose Anita. And I, I mm. anticipate that next week... The show is going to be a lot worse without her, which is what I said when Art left. Um, so they're coming and going at this point. I'm getting very confused. Yeah. But it well, does actually look like next week's going to be they... gaggy because Roos is confronting a queen on stage. Did you see that? I know. I do, I do like the fact that you're getting confused that they're coming and going. Like You have seen Drag Race before, right? You sound like, you sound like one of the queens that says, like, I'm just getting I'm just getting the idea that it's a competition. People are really going home. <laughs> it's episode nine, and it's just occurred to me that we're on TV and that this is... A... I've actually thought that I was just in my hotel this whole time, and it's just hit me. <laughs> um, do you think... What do you think is happening next week? Ru, doesn't Ruth say in the preview... 
before you go, there's something I have to talk to you about. And it oh. almost feels like it's going to be like a Willem moment where someone... Yeah, yeah, like, um, well, it's, yeah, well, obviously, well, that's how they've arranged it for us, so we have this very conversation. I'm not going to predict. I'm going to watch it next week. Listen, Rue, we're not going to f- take your bait. We're not going <laughs> to fall for what? We're not going to take your stinky bait, Rue, you little bitch. <laughs> Too much? <laughs> a little bit. But um, <laughs> wiggle it, wiggle it just a little bit. We love you, Anita. We do love well, you. Home. We tolerate you. We'll miss you. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. We will be back on Monday with reviewing this very dramatic upcoming episode of Drag Race Down Under. And in the meantime, if you simply are not fully satisfied, then go on over to our Patreon where we have lots of exciting content waiting for you. For you, it's exciting times. Thanks for listening, guys. Should we click it out? Yes. Bye. Why not? Why not? <laughs>